the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Welcome to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. So, how do I start? Um, Macbeth made fun of me. (laughs) You made fun of me, Macbeth, because I was telling you that I wanted to uh, come up with a way to talk about the biggest topic, news story of the day. Without being political. (laughs) That being the election. (laughs) Not only without making a whole show about politics. uh, You know, the biggest news story in the election is probably the most recent debate. Everybody who listens to me know I ain't watched that crap. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if you listen to me since I've been here, you all know I didn't watch 14 seconds of that debate. So what do I do? Super. But I can still find a way to get there, you see, because... We can go to why I didn't watch it, which it's typical for me. I say there's no point. Not only are most of the people, you know, pretty clear on what they want to do and who they want to vote for. Yeah. I look at it, me being the culture guy, saying whoever wins, we're still in trouble because Trump or Biden cannot solve any of the biggest issues we have in the country. Correct. And... I would say one of them, you know, I want to say Black Lives Matter. I really want to do, but not today. They get the day off today, maybe. Wow. I said the All biggest right. problem. I'm, I'm, I'm being pleasantly surprised so yeah, far. Yeah, see, Let's you see thought I was going to go there. No, no, today. I want to say, <laughs> and, you know, this is the Liberty Hour. You know, he talks about liberty and freedom, Sean Thompson talking about. We need to fight to take them back because they're not supposed to be the governments. Well, how do we do that with an uneducated populace? Yeah, this is like individual sovereignty and chill. Um, as opposed to Sean's normal brand of yes. fire-breathing. Yeah. Right, so I'm going to give you Sean in a kind of roundabout way. And it's loose, I say, <laughs> Yes, there you go. I'm just getting myself in trouble now. So I think that, we, like I said, the populace is uneducated. People don't really know how things work, what they're supposed to do, and they're angry when other people tell them they need to be. So I want you all to chime in and give us a call at 312-642-5600 and tell me if you believe me and you believe that the biggest problem we're facing is the fact that people don't understand what the country's founded on, don't understand what their liberties are and aren't, so they can't fight for them because they don't know what they are. And if you agree with me, 
Tell me what we can do about them. Biden or Trump won't matter because that's not going to change. And if you disagree with me, still call 312-642-5600 and tell me where I'm wrong and what you think the problem is. You know, I, 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 I'm looking forward to the people calling me, telling me, is this policy or that policy or is immigration or this, that? You know, those things will be problems, but I think the problem's bigger. And I want to paint you a picture to highlight it. So there's a situation comedy on ABC called Blackish. I think some people may have seen it. Most people have at least heard of it. And um, I don't watch it, but it came into my view since everything has a political leaning to it these days. Everyone with, with a following is trying to convince you to vote for their guy. And so Blackish was starting their new season and they started with a two episode election um, season premiere. And if you don't know the show, which many of you may not, it is centered basically around a family, a black family, upper middle class family. The father is a marketing exec and the wife is a doctor. They have four kids now, but when the show started, they had three kids, I believe. Is it three? And uh, no, they had four. I think they got five now. And the point was, uh, the, the premise of the show focuses it's all primarily... fine as long as the number doesn't go down. Yes. Right, as long as the number of kids goes up, we're fine. They got two now. <laughs> and, and, and the premise of the show is on, it focuses primarily on the father trying to keep his foot in both worlds, being a successful upper middle class family, giving his kids all the dream and everything he wanted, but he wanted to make sure they hold on to that black culture and, you know, kind of, you know, stay hip and understand the struggles of the black man. So think of it as, a, for you older uh, listeners, think of it as a, a woke Cosby show. Okay. So in this kickoff... It's actually a very adept description. You like that? It was really yeah. quick. So it's the woke Cosby's, right? So in, this, in the first episode, the older son is excited about voting for the first time, only to find out he's been purged from the voter rolls. So they go down, he goes down this rabbit hole trying to find out how that happened and, you know, what he can do to fix it. But he finds out all this other stuff about the America's voting history. And so what it ends up turning into is a bunch of misinformation, twisted logic, and half-truths. Basically, so basically, the episode turns into the 1619 Project with jokes. Well, that's all right, because you knew it was fiction from the onset, right? As soon as he said he was purged from the voter rolls, you knew this was an utter work of fiction. Because no matter how hard we try to get ineligible voters purged <laughs> from voter it's impossible. We, we well, cannot get it done. Well, somehow, not only did they get him, but they got him before the first time he voted. Well, it's a plot device. So I want to get into it. Right. So I want to get into the story. So he's finding out all this stuff about history. And he goes into the ever popular sitcom Dream Sequence. And it's his father, as Alex Trebek, playing Jeopardy. But it's not Jeopardy. It's Democracy in Jeopardy, where unfairness of the American political system is on display. Right. So he's asking questions and they're answering questions, but they're all wrong because no, no, it's this, that or the other. So he says that individual votes don't count. Because of the Electoral College, the Electoral College is evil, evil. And the last question was, why was the Electoral College implemented? One person guessed wrong, the third, second person wrong. He's like, no, I'm sorry. The answer is slavery. And he says, the answer is almost always slavery. Right. You see where we're going? I assumed where we were going. I didn't the show see. goes on to say that, you know, make a, you know, kind of very poor, uh, ill-informed, hit and dig at the three-fifths clause saying that the blacks' votes only count for three-fifths of a vote. So the white man won the Jeopardy. My point here, you may say, why am I focusing on this? 
because we have an uneducated populace, this is where your people get their education about the election. Yeah, between that okay, and the Daily not, Show. Right, it may not be the blackest, it may be the Daily Show. It may not, it may not be those that might be SNL. their favorite celebrity. It may be SNL, because it's not just the blackest. They, they'll go to Zoe Deschanel. They'll go to, you know, whoever the hip um, social media influencer is. But I can tell you this, they're not getting it from historians or their teacher or their parents. Or Thomas Sowell. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not him. They'll say, who is Thomas Sowell? They won't even know who that is. So if people aren't being educated and they're letting these people blast their fiction on TV and then they're eating it up, (coughs) excuse me, it's how you get the, sorry, I couldn't reach the button. It's how you get the, yeah, it's how you get the. Sound like me trying to eat Skittles earlier. No, look, look, COVID, look, COVID. (laughs) It's, It's how. You, you get to the point that people are so confident in their ignorance on social media. You know, like the woman. See, I didn't watch the debate, but I know about the coyote because it's all over social media. It's how you get there. So I want to know, what do we do in that case? If the people don't know, you know, how the president is chosen or how we elect, you know, uh, uh, what what our state re- reps are supposed to do. Yeah. They don't know any of that stuff. All they know is what their favorite actor told them to do. What do we do? I actually heard somebody last week, um, serious question to their parents, right? This is a 21-year-old, first time um, voting in the uh, presidential election, but they voted once before. Right. Apparently didn't remember any of it because <laughs> they they filled out their, um, you know, I won't say who this is, but it's somebody I'm around quite a bit, so it kind of narrows it down, but they filled out their... Uh, their mail-in ballot, so they know who they are, uh, filled out their mail-in ballot, and, uh, you know, the, the dad's my age, and, and he looks over and he goes, uh, good, looks like you did everything right there, and he goes, and the son looks at him, he goes, I don't understand, I, w- I only saw one Congress and one senator, I know there's a bunch of people running for Congress, how do I vote for them? See? This is, this is someone who is, uh, for all intents and purposes, a year to two years away from a graduate degree. Okay, okay. Congratulations, America. Normally, this I wouldn't try to done. trump you, but we can do this all day. So, oh, yeah. So it only gets worse probably from sitting there. there with their heads in their hands right now. I got one, and I'm not making this up, too. Somebody close to me, I'm not going to say who. Ask me. <laughs> you might like this one better. If, you know, they got all this noise, this hullabaloo about this Amy Coney Barrett crap. Yeah. Uh, are the Supreme Court justices going to be on the ballot? Oh, yes. They're elected every two years with the uh, House of Representatives. That's in the Constitution. Idiots. This is where we are. So they, is, they they will openly say this is the most consequential decision ever, but they don't know why. They don't know it's a lifetime appointment. But vote because Tupac says so. Yes. Oh, he's dead. I'm sorry. But they may still be listening to Tupac. I don't know. So he's still rapping. Up, I got your calls. I'll go to the calls. I'll tell you more. I'm going to give you a little bit of more of what they were trying to teach you in this Blackest episode because it's kind of crazy. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And before the break, we were talking about why many people are not smart enough to vote. I was going to say or drive or walk a few gum. I was going to say something else, but my son is listening, and it's a word he doesn't allow me to say. 
Well, that sounds like you're <laughs> that sounds like you're being censored, and we don't go for that here. I am. Don't censor me. <laughs> but censored before, by the youth. That's like a yes. trend these days. Yeah, true. Wasn't it right? supposed to be you young to people? Well, wasn't it supposed to be young people who shocked old people? Isn't that how how this is all supposed to work? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm 38. I'm, I'm getting you know I'm random comments, normal comments for me anyway, and I yeah, get yeah. I get looks from 20 somethings like uh, I just killed somebody's puppy. But anyway, I don't know. Don't, don't kill puppies. No, definitely shouldn't kill puppies. Oh, it was just a look that you got. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Well, uh, I'm going to be nice to them and give them talk trouble. about some more of this uh, this this episode of Blackish because it's going to surprise you. One made me sad, but it still makes me chuckle sometimes. But not because they were funny, which is what their intention. Because they just wanted to jam some some skewed political stuff down my throat. They didn't want to be funny this episode. Yeah, you're laughing at, not with. Yeah. But first, I think I want to go to Craig in Mount Greenwood. Uh, Craig, welcome to the Liberty Hour. Oh, man, thank you much for taking my call. I got something important to tell you. Trump can't solve all these problems, but I'll tell you what he can do. This guy is a one-man human, massive wall and barrier and impediment to these uh, radical left uh, socialist communist people that want to destroy America, destroy our system of justice, and tear up everything that's America and everything. He basically is, is the one man that stands in, in, the, in between that and everything, and that's why they're so messed up. And I call the Democrats dumberats because they allowed these uh, leftists and socialists to take over their party and take their Democrat name. They're not, these are not liberals. These are leftist, socialist, Marxists. What do you think? Craig, yes. I, was qui- I was quiet because I couldn't rebut <laughs> you because you're 100% correct. You are a hundred percent correct. I I've said it often. I said it on the show before. I said whatever you think of Trump, I'm not a fan of Trump. But basically, the left is like putrid, toxic water being held back by a dam with a bunch of holes. Yeah, imagine and your Trump's house is on fire. Imagine right. your house is on fire and your worst enemy shows up with right. a hose. You, you're, right. you're not going to complain when he sprays water on the floor. Yeah, I say, turn that water off. I hate you. Right? You're a hundred percent right. Do you know why? Do you know why the politicians hate him so much? Because. Because he doesn't need any of that money and any of that stuff. And all these politicians uh, on the left and right filling their pockets with money and all kinds I, of deals I, with, the, cr- with the lobbyists. And Trump Craig, don't need none of it. He I got another one for you. That's, not, that's partially true, but I got a, a more simple one. It's far simpler. They're all people. They're all emotional. Everybody beats up on Trump for being thin-skinned, including me. But so are they. <laughs> and he talks oh, about yeah. him and he, and he pokes right them. That. And he talks. So they're like, he's thin skinned. He's always fighting back. But then he calls you funny face and you cry. So you're just as thin skinned as he is. Think about all Trump, the debates. Whether Trump, you like what Trump says or not, he drags people down into the gutter and they fall for it. Look at Biden well, in that first like debate. The first debate I didn't watch. <laughs> where, where Biden was like, oh, come on. He was calling them names, and you're this, and you're that, and floating his arm, and, huh, right? Because yeah. Trump has that way. But then they say that Trump is thin-skinned. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying so is Dick Durbin. So is Nancy Pelosi. So is Joe Biden. So is Barack Obama. Hello, you got to be a narcissist to want that job. Wake up and smell your awesome. coffee. Thank yeah, we're you, all sinners. We all got all kinds of things, but that guy is, can be mightily used. By God and by the people, the people on the right who want to save yeah. this country. Thanks, Greg. Have a good one. That's true, but but you know it's not going to educate people. And in the next election, you're still going to have a bunch of yahoos that don't that's going to be voting that aren't intelligent enough to vote. And then because then they can be coaxed. You know, let's talk about coaxing, and then I'm going to go to Jim and Southwest Elgin. But first, so. 
I might be in the minority here, maybe not Macbeth, because you know he likes to mess with people and he's a you know kind of cynic. So he I'm may think a born like me. troll, yeah. But I watched this news. I don't know if you saw the press conference with the, the DNI and the FBI uh, director talking about Iran, to, right, talking about Iran and Russia, you know, trying to, to, to mess with the election. And I'm like, man, I'm mad. You don't mess, don't mess with our election. And then they said what they did, right? They, they, they hacked the Proud Boy site and other sites and they put up ads. And, I, and I'm like, meh. I don't so care. What they were were stupid. malware. Yeah. Like, but if you're stupid enough to vote because of what the Proud Boy said or what Angelina Jolie or anybody else says, that's your problem. I don't care if, if, if Iran can convince you to vote for Biden or for Trump because they told you, forget about that. Forget, forget about the malware. If the Proud Boys can convince you to vote because you don't know anything, that's your problem. You're the idiot. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for you because you got duped by an ad. I don't care. You're, you're, you, it's your fault. You're not smart enough to get it done. What do you want me to do about it? Jim in South Elgin, welcome to the Liberty Hour. How are you doing, my friend? I am fantastic. How are you? Good, good show as usual. I, first of all, I want to give people a little heads up. There's a website called QTV.org. Uh, that's got some of the Hunter Biden videos on it. They're redacted somewhat. But, Ew, uh, I don't want to watch it. Oh, oh, go ahead, son. Well, anyways, if people want to see it, but Facebook is is banning that, so you can't see it if you want to pass it on Facebook. QTV.org. I would just anyways, like to uh, say that I is uh, a link from Jim from South Elgin and not from uh, <laughs> no, whatever virus you're going to get from that site is not from the station. Just just saying. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's redacted, so it's family friendly. But anyways, um, uh, I think there's a good chance Will Wilson could pull it off because a lot of the urban talk radio people, none of them, like Durbin, because this mantra is he only comes around every six years to look for the vote, and, and they're correct. And plus, it's been brought up, you know, for example, when Obama first became president, uh, Durbin was able to get him to take away the school vouchers from the kids in Washington, D.C., and things like this. And it's the same old garbage where life under Democratic rule isn't doing well, and people are starting to see that, especially in Chicago. So I think there's a good chance Willie Wilson could upset uh, the Apple card. I don't think. Now, do you mean that. in the whole race or, or just in the black community? Well, I'm saying at least what I hear on, on Urban Talk Radio and, and other places. Right. So, yeah, but what, what he's saying plan. is, are you saying that that means he wins, or does he open the pathway for the Republican to win? Yeah, is this winning or spoiling? Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I, well, there's a good chance of winning. I think a lot of Republicans aren't real hot on current, either, to be honest with you. Oh, so, I mean, so wow. Like so you say he wins. Point. Well, it's a good chance. That's just my speculation. But one time, McCurran, for example, did a thing on Mike Flannery, and he sounded like Bernie Sanders with having any of tax you know, wealth tax and things like this, and I wasn't impressed by that at all. You know, right. so, mm-hmm. and also, as far as our friends that want to vote for uh, the fair tax, let's just remind people that the mantra was toll free by 73, you know, for the tollways, and when the lottery was started years ago, it was to help the education, and none of this stuff ever comes true, and it's the same thing now. Well, just so a few years ago, we had a temporary income tax hike. Right, it's the same, the same excuse you're hearing now. It's yep. for education for the children. It's a bunch of rot, rot gets. So I tell people, let's quit, let's, let's stop feeding a fat pig. Let's, yeah. let's tr- trim the fat in the Illinois government, then worry about more revenue. Well, thanks, Jim, as always. Keep calling. Next week, I'm actually talking politics all, all, all hour, all show. So you, you can come and, and, and call in and give us all your thoughts on what's going to happen uh, on Election Day. I appreciate the call. Um, It'd be but interesting if I go back, to see. 
the 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 Biden the Willie Wilson thing. Yeah, well, just the Illinois Senate race, how that turns out, because Willie Wilson has the ability to play spoiler on the other side too. That he he draws a lot of interest from conservative people. Right, so he could actually help Dick. He could help Durbin. Dick Durbin, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. he could hurt Dick Durbin. You know, yeah, yeah we'll be interesting see. to watch. Um, now that I've back, said something very obvious with no value, yeah, continue. Right. <laughs> but, but no, but back to black blackish. I want to tell the, the people more of the educate because this is where the education is going. So after the, um, decrying the electoral college and saying everything is always about slavery, oh, the three the three fifths clause is where I left off, uh, which is silly because they didn't have three fifths of a vote; they would have had none of the vote. So that's silly in itself. I'll get into that another time. I talk about that all the time. Yeah, that they was a census about, issue. Right. They talk about the um, right and representation. You don't get to get representation for the slaves and then not give them any rights. You crazy people. Uh, then the 15th uh, Amendment, they said, yay, we got a right to vote. And then he found out that there were literary literacy tests and poll tax, which are true. But the way they twist it at the beginning, they have good old Michael Eric Dyson at the beginning talking about how all these people were stopped from voting. And did you know that only six percent of the uh, adults actually voted for George Washington? Right. Keep that in mind. Always assume that they're right. Don't worry about looking it up. So 6% of adults voted for George Washington. Then they later say that blacks never intended to vote. The system was set up to stop blacks to vote. And that's the reason why all this stuff was implemented, specifically to keep blacks from voting. So are blacks 94% of the population? Or were they not excluding other people from voting? So... None of this stuff made sense. It wasn't true. It gets worse. Uh, and talk about the Voting Voting Rights Act of 1965. And it's just ugly. And this is how we're educating the people and sending them out to vote. More in a moment. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. Oh, God. Come on, man. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. You really should call that number, but just don't ask for Sean. Other than that, we're cool. No, you'll end up um, talking to me. You know. uh, Life is full of disappointment, so mm-hmm. suck it up. Well, they would have talk, been talking to you anyway, so there's that, right? This is true. So, so thanks for completely shattering everything I just said. Oh, oops, I'm sorry. So we were talking about <laughs> lack, lack of uh, civic knowledge. And during the break, I was saying that, yeah. uh, that you know, I think you were saying that uh, you didn't think it was all education. I said, that's true, but it'd be nice. Think about anything else. All the things we know from popular culture, we just know because we've heard it enough times. Yeah. Maybe if you heard that stuff enough times, it will help. Ignorance but, crosses educational lines. That's uh, true. And, and your strong. point was right, too. Your point was that you could find the information if you wanted it and people don't want it. But, but whatever the reason is, people don't know anything and, and people make the mistake of thinking being educated makes a difference. You can have a Ph.D. or be a high school dropout and still be ignorant about certain things. Well, and what compounds that is there's so much um, accepted common knowledge. 
right? Right. So uh, whether it's something as abstract as Trump is a racist or whether it's something like well, Amy, right. Coney hey. Bore, Amy Coney Barrett wants to overturn Roe versus Wade. Right. And I'll start off with, like, it's fact, right? That's what you're saying. They're like, well, one thing I do know for a fact is that Trump is a racist. We well, know that. Well, I saw it on George Takei's Facebook page, and so it must be true. And so I'm going to put it out there for my like-minded so, friends that I've well, kept in my bubble and then right. just stop. So, so let's leave it here. You know, I'm going back to the show, and I want to play this clip because this is what it leads to. So the, so the son, remember... Digging in, trying to find out stuff. He's finding all this dirty, evil, bad stuff about voting rights, stopping blacks to vote, this, that, that, and he's and he's distraught. So his younger sister, who likes to make fun of him, here's why he's why, why you down. He says why. She say, oh, here, watch this video, <laughs> and she and he plays this video. Take a listen. fathers ever pulled was convincing us that we were a real democracy oh, it's so good now i know the music was so terrible you probably couldn't pick it up figure out all the lyrics yeah we have the benefits so, of headphones here right but, but but one of my favorite lines you laughed at two of them where she said she wanted i just want to focus on my vote but rent is coming up i need that cash i got a couple terminations in my past <laughs> Oh, but there's so somebody funny. holding you back, right? But who's holding you back? But wait, 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 I forget. You're gonna love this because you Fine. you only heard the audio, so you get, you haven't seen the video. So yeah, I gotta paint a picture. Yeah. So it starts off. She gets up. She's you know obviously she's attractive and well put together, right? So she's putting on a uniform. It's seven a.m. on the clock in the back. Then she goes to vote, but the line is long. So she's like, "Well, I'll just go to work first, and then go after." That's the first flaw in the video. Is when she punches the time clock. It's noon. So you tell me in a five hours she couldn't vote? But anyway. I don't know if they, uh, you know. Right, right, right. But as she walks to work, there's an old man walking across the street with a ballot in his hand to put it in the mailbox. And as he goes to put it in the mailbox, a tr- <laughs> I'm not making this up, people. Go watch. It's called Blackish. A truck comes, a truck comes, picks up the, uh, they say Freudian slip. I said Trump because they're saying he was taking the, the mailboxes. Tr- the truck picks up the mailbox. And puts it in the back of the truck and drives away. He just looks down at his ballot really sad, and he walks away. That's not the best part. The best part is a shadowy figure. You remember Spy versus Spy? I do. So it's like the black uh, spy in the cartoon. Yeah. Comes, slinks around the building, and he walks up to this woman, who's obviously Hispanic, and he hands her a flyer in Spanish. And it says, in Spanish, I translate it because I'm, you know, bilingual. And it says, Vote. Wednesday, November 4th. Yikes. 
Then the girl's cleaning up, doing a job. She works at like the Gap somewhere. So she's cleaning up, she's folding up, she's doing her stuff. She's working up a sweat to get out of there. And she's running to the door and her, and her manager's standing at the door, giving her the finger, nah, 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 one more. And he points at another pile. And she's oh no, I gotta go fold that. And of course, He's the evil, evil white man. Come on, come on, you know that, right? So she finishes up the work and she runs to the ballot and it's five after and the ballot's closed. The polls are closed. She can't vote. At it's five? so unfair. What no, it was like eight. It was eight oh five. It was five uh, after uh, five after eight. So she couldn't vote. Yeah. And that's the greatest trick that the founding fathers ever played. You know what? Really, this society owes her um, like an early voting system where you could go and vote for weeks ahead of. Oh wait, never mind. I just bought a focus on my boat. And I thought you oh said my boat God. at first. Yeah, yeah, no, it was all, that's the way they sing. It's got to be all blurry and stuff. So there was no, there was no positivity in that. It was only conspiracy. It was only half truth. It was the sixteen nineteen with jokes. Unfortunately, sixteen nineteen will be in your kid's school, and there won't be any jokes. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM five sixty. The answer. What's going on now is the single greatest scam in the history of American politics. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Welcome back to The Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And uh, if you recall, I was talking about Blackish and the uh, season premiere being a two-episode special all about politics. Well, they separated them into two episodes, so I kind of finished up the one, the whole, yeah, the, the black people can't vote and everything's based on slavery. And then it went into a, a, a separate kind of quasi-election um, education course. But before I get to that, I want to get to... Kathy in Displains, who wants to talk about a really cool topic. Kathy, welcome to the Liberty Hour. Hi there. Hi there. Well, I just wanted to say I, that I love your show. And Thank you, even though it's not mine. I love the Liberty Hour. How's that? Well, you should love Charles and, Love, too. I think you'll hear that name somewhere, but keep going. Yes. <laughs> and when you ask the question, what should we do? do to get people more educated mm-hmm. it made me think of when i was a kid with schoolhouse rock do you remember that of course i do i just a bill uh-huh, uh-huh i am only a bill landing on plymouth so, rock yeah i remember all those excellent so we ought to get kanye or ice cube or one of partner up with thomas soul and let's just do some fun public service announcements to teach people about the Constitution, the Bill of that's Rights. The, that's necessary. It's a brilliant idea. There is not even really a but. You know, my organization, Seeking Educational Excellence, and the 1776 Unites are doing that. You, they're going to come up with this bobblehead. they got all these educational things. But the but came because it won't be in schools. we got to force. We need people like you. We need people to go to the, to, to the school board and get them to put it in school. So we got to make people who, who, who are parents who really care go and find it, which is great, but the people who need it the most, Macbeth was talking about the liberals earlier uh, during the break, they need it the most, and they won't get it because they'll never turn, turn me on. They'll never turn on Thomas Sowell. So how do we get the rest of them to get it if we can't get it in the schools? No, you're right. I just don't but think we can. Put it on TV. Put it on TV. 
They can yes, watch but it's still during, choice. I need it in the, the school. D, no, when they're waiting in line at DMV, make them watch it. Right. That. Instead of CNN putting that on. Well, thank you, Kathy. It's and a great idea. Good. I appreciate you. Keep listening to the Liberty Hour and keep listening to Charles Love. And um, so I think I brought this up at least once or twice. Uh, once you mentioned that you and Sean got into it about it, but it keeps coming around. So the second episode... Talking about um, Citizens United now? Uh, yes, because this is what happened. So the second Come episode on, man. of, of, of um, Blackest was about, so the father, upper middle class, I told you, he is a uh, marketing exec. He works for a company. So you ain't I was, black. His, his boss is this wealthy white guy. So his boss came in and said, hey, I decided a new thing I'm going to do. I'm running for office. He was just going to buy his way <laughs> in the office. He's like, what are you doing? So he's like, I need you to. It's him and another black guy. So you would find this funny. Cause, so he told him and the other black guy, oh, by the way, I need you next uh, Tuesday to come to this thing. So why do you need us? He said, especially you two. He had him standing behind him with African-American blacks for Steven, right? Oh, God. So, so he's like, I can't do this. So he could text the mic from his <laughs> boss. And he said, I'm running against you. Right. Yeah. And he said, fine, my money's going to crush you. And then his oldest daughter broke it to him that, you know, thanks to Citizen United, your money doesn't count and you could just buy your election. And it got into this whole thing. Right. So I get the arguments for and against it. But maybe you, you paid closer attention to it than I did when you said you and Sean had the back and forth about it. I don't know if it was after it happened or right when it happened or what year. Oh, it was years after. Okay, this is okay. Like oh, years it just ago. came up later. Okay. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, Sean is very adamant and he's correct, right, in, in his sentiment that, that, you know, money, especially funky money, needs to be removed from politics, right? Okay. He, if we could, I don't know yeah. how pragmatic this is, but if we mm-hmm. could get back to the days of Mr. Smith going to Washington, right, and then perhaps coming home to his district every once in a while instead of getting a yeah. house in Maryland, call um, him crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it should work like that. But that is not really attainable, I don't think. And right. even if it were, um, the basis for the Citizens United case was someone um, being charged criminally and then trying to put this person in jail. For making a video about a political candidate, see within a certain time frame of an election. See that there you go. That's what what I take away from if it. If you want to get we, dark we can, money out, if you want to get that same precedent set, find a better case that doesn't infringe see, upon somebody's liberty. See, I, I'm with. I feel better because you were like most of the people you talk to. You, you say they get it wrong. I'm cheering because I think you're agreeing with me. This was my problem with it. The money argument is argument. A lot of these things have multiple layers. In fact, they sued several times. What a lot of people do. They want to yes. win. They sue for this and they lose. All right, fine. What right. about this angle? Or no, in you a don't win. Venue, yeah. Right. My issue is this. So you don't want the dark money. You don't want people controlling the election. That's fine. But so you don't want the Koch. So it's twofold. I'm going to get to that, which is the bigger issue. But I'm going to start with the lesson one. You don't want the Koch brothers because I got to be even on both sides. You don't want the Koch brothers and you don't want teachers unions muddying up the waters and campaigning. Right. Right. Yeah. You're okay with Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg basically running the election now. Yeah. Or, or, you know, Exxon having a pack. Right. Some, I shouldn't say Exxon, whatever fir- company having a right, company. Right. That's um, the first problem. Yeah. That's the money problem. But the bigger problem, you're right. So, you, like you said, most people don't understand the nuances of this. But no. let me simplify. They wanted to make a movie attacking Hillary, called Hillary the Movie. Correct. They said, you put, put her name in your movie, it's 30, 60 days, whatever, close to the election. You can't do that. And then they tried to say, well, this is why we should be able to do it. They lost. So then they came back and said, well, fine. You, this is my favorite. You let Michael Moore make a movie. You also said not only could we not, you know, promote our candidate, you can't talk against the other candidate like we did with Hillary. But Michael Moore dog Bush out every day, all day in his movie. You know what they said? No, that's different because he's an actual movie maker and you're just pretending to be a movie maker. Brutal. 
But if I'm making a movie, I'm a movie maker, right? Just a bit outside. Not part of the club. You've got to be part of the club. We'll finish this up on the other side. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. For the fifth segment, Liberty Hour, Charles Love here, and I'm still not Sean. And, you know, the, uh, I don't know, man. I can verify that. Macbeth gets fired up with this. I mean, we threw the commercial. It's literally, we the show kept going. Yeah, we just keep talking. Right. Because I'm uh, out of Skittles. <laughs> we covered this. I, I'm going to have to get you some Skittles in the next, you know, 10, I'm, 20 minutes. I will have it covered at about 10, 15 this evening. The, um, but w- what I wanted to say about the money thing, I, I again, yeah. can't say what... Sean's views were because I didn't hear your, your heated on air debate. But for a lot of the people I hear, we don't want all these rich people and all these companies and, and the unions and all these people putting money in. And Fine. Kind of agree with you. Yeah. But I don't see how that gets Mr. Smith back to Washington because if Mr. Smith is running against Andre Johnson, that's the character from Blackish, since it was a thing, his boss, he don't need money from a pack. Or from a teacher's union. He'll just dump his own money in. Right. And that's, so, I mean, how do so you... So Mr. Smith you still loses. <laughs> well, but, you know, I Mr. Mean, the, Mr. The money Smith battle. should have made better investments, right? So, <laughs> so the... Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that was just really a, a kind of catch-all term. I mean, the, the idea is that you just... You want someone to go there to represent you. Yep. Um, to represent your ideals and your, your area, your geographical area. That's why they're there. Is mm-hmm. to make sure that you and your neighbors have personal represent, like actual representation, not just another notch on a red or a blue docket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because at this point we're just in a game of majorities, and you're voting for a slate. And I mean, how many how many votes did that Nazi down in the south suburbs get? Right. I mean, like every every single notable Republican said, "Do not vote for this guy. Don't vote for this guy." They were endorsing his opponent. Um, and, and this guy was a literal not, but there were enough people who just go down the line, whether it's D or R, right? right? They're just going to punch every D or every R. Yeah. Most of them probably didn't look. even know who he was. Yeah. I'm a straight Republican. Yeah. I was, I was working as an election judge once years and years ago. And it was the, uh, it was actually the Bush Kerry election. And, uh, some guy came in and he, he gets his ballot and he goes and he fills out the whole ballot and he comes back, he runs it through the machine and the machine would tell you. You know, this many miscounts or this many blank. And it showed zero miscount, zero blank. So he had filled in everything correctly. And he goes, now, is there another, is there a separate one for president? He had already voted for president on that ballot. And he didn't read it. So he thought there was a separate ballot for president. So I don't have any faith. vote twice? When people, of course, it's a good (laughs) county. And when when people, um, it was actually Northwest Indiana. But when people, I like, I don't, people say to me, oh, wow, you don't have enough faith in people. No, no, I have the perfect and appropriate amount of faith The appropriate amount, right. Yes, people have have earned this lack of faith. It's a proportional response. Isn't that what they say? You got attacked by the people. (laughs) Yes, I only sent three bombers, but they hit the right spot. Right. Yeah, it's just, I'm done with it. I can't, I can't tolerate ignorance anymore um, so, so i have so stopped even arguing the bottom line is we've made more ignorant people 
we don't teach them anything, and we're letting these uh, people at, at, at Blackish and in Hollywood. And we make it easier for them to subsist. You yeah, don't have and to be smart to live anymore. Yeah, and, and we do, all you got to do is just ask your, your, your local celebrity, and he'll tell you what you should do. That's why Biden can tell me I'm not black if I don't vote for him. And everybody's like, oh, that's cool. That's why Chelsea Handler can tell 50 Cent, shut up and, and, and go denounce Trump. And he says, okay. Yeah, they told don't... me in 2016, if Trump won, my life would be ruined and I would be a slave within six months. <laughs> and that was four years later. And then I'm the bad guy because I don't believe them. And I remember what they said. But you told me this the last time and it didn't happen. Well, yeah. okay, yelling, it might not be bad for you, but it's bad for every other black man. But no, every yeah, black person I know is cool. Yelling from the backyard of the plantation that you're a slave. It makes uh, <laughs> total sense. Oh, man, we need help, people. We need help. Teach your people. Make these videos that Kathy was talking about. Coming up on the next hour, Patrick Brutus will be here, a frustrated Democrat, to tell us again why he's frustrated. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. Which hand is the Constitution hand? I think I don't you have burn. a microphone in one hand and a sign that says, I'm not Sean Thompson in the other. Oh, okay, because I don't want to burn myself with the cigars. I want to know which hand it was in. Well, as long Welcome. as you hold it the right way around you. Everybody. So, this is the second hour, and we got our yes, wonderful, awesome, regular guest, Patrick Brutus, on. And he is go. a frustrated Democrat, and... Uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of cool things he wants to talk about. But first, I want to ask you, I, I, I do this sometimes because I, I like your opinion. Were you listening before? I missed a lot of the first hour. So no. I was In his defense, I'm pretty sure he was watching uh, Pence on 60 Minutes. Oh. I was. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Would you call him the wingman of the year? Something like that? I call him the wingman. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. So how was he doing so far? go back and watch it. You, already, uh, you watched it all? Hilarious. I watched the entire segment. Uh, then they rolled it into the uh, Biden-Harris interviews. But Trump walks off stage. Uh, Kaylee uh, McInerney comes and gives Leslie the entire uh, secret Trump health plan that no one's ever saw. It's like 4,000 pages. And uh, then Mike Pence comes in and she goes, uh, what was that? What happened to the president? And he's like, you know what, Leslie, the president... He tells the American people what's on his mind, and he's, you know, he just goes right into, like, you know, wingman talking point, the American president. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. you got to watch wow. it. He doesn't even give a quarter. He doesn't think, well, you know, he's not feeling well. He doesn't make up an excuse. He's like, look, we told you to stop acting silly. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Mike Pence is such a straight man. He could be like a... Uh, 
uh, a comedy show. It could be like Jerry Lewis and uh, what's the other guy's name? Dean Martin. <laughs> oh my hilarious. God! What's the other guy's name? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm a Rat Pack guy. I was like, what? Yeah. What did you just say? You probably neither of you would probably like where the conversation went if we uh, had a uh, you know a real discussion about who had less talent, Jerry uh, Lewis or Steve Martin. <laughs> because that's, hey, I could. That's the bottom of two barrels. The, I could have said the Kennedy guy. That would have been hilarious. The Kennedy nobody knows guy. who he is. Peter, Peter Lawford. Lawford. Peter Lawford, don't play yeah, with me. Yeah, nobody knows who he is. We, we can still do Sinatra for the rest of this hour. Rat Pack, you want to do Rat Pack for the rest of the hour? Oh, man. <laughs> Norman Fail. You know, you, you want to go all the way down the list? Angie Dickinson? Oh, okay, stop. Okay. Hey. We're not going to get into Rat Pack. And I suggest Sammy and everybody just sort of looks at me funny. <laughs> Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven, the original. Joey Bishop. Right. Right, the real Joey Ocean's Bishop, Eleven, Sammy. not that crap they redid recently. No, not that yeah. stuff. Yes. But so you didn't hear that. But I got to talk about you. I'll say every time you come on, you're all ready to go guns a blazing. I got these topics, and I'm like, "Oh, slow down." I call you the frustrated Democrat. You call yourself, and I and I and I honor you there. And your Facebook page is hilarious. The reason I asked you if you listened earlier is because we were talking about how people are uneducated, and they don't understand the way the system works. And now because of the pop of social media and the, and the popularity of celebrities and everybody else talking politics, they're like, well, I'm going to jump in and talk too. And they get so emphatic and mad like they know what they're talking about, but they have no idea what they're talking about. And the next thing you know, you got memes of coyotes carrying babies. <laughs> it's right. just ridiculous. Which is funny because it leads to your pace. I have to say on air as much as I can and give them credit. I don't know how you do it, Patrick, because I couldn't do it. <laughs> You have some of the, uh, how do I say this so they don't hate me or get mad at you? No, the, you Charles. have some of the dumbest people I know following you, but they're yeah, angry and they're emphatic that they know what they're talking about. And the way you get them is so, so I trolled, for those of you who don't know, I trolled yeah. him today. So again, I didn't watch the debate. I know, I'm sure this doesn't surprise you, Patrick, but I didn't watch the debate. But, but the whole coyote thing came from yeah. it. So you were yeah. going back and forth with some people because you had a post about, you know, I guess Trump made a comment to who, Joe, like, who yeah, built the who cages? Built the That's cage. where it started. Yes. So who built the cages? You you posted that. It's a good one. And one of your geniuses who knows everything about politics said, well, it's not about who built the, built the who used them. That's Trump. And then you're like, but uh, Obama used them, too. No, he didn't. So yeah. I jump in yeah. and I, I play the, you know, I play your straight guy. So I come in talking about and I attack Patrick because he's not giving any facts. <laughs> but I know the answer to the questions I'm giving him. So I'm like, I'm with this guy, Patrick. You're wrong. It's not like Obama ever said this. Boom. He puts the link on. I said, okay. So he said this, but he didn't say coyote in it. Boom. Obama administration, coyote. And so these people went, but I don't care about that. And then they're going down this stuff, and it's hilarious. And I'm like, these people on the left act like the the Internet doesn't exist. I can't wait for the day that Charles gets flagged as a bot by Facebook. Oh, yeah, it's coming soon. They're going to call me a bot, too. I call people a bot today. You know, here's the thing. They want you to believe that whatever Trump did, that whatever Obama did, that we know that he did, but they say he didn't do, that when they find out that he did it, he did it with compassion. Right. Okay? Or so it's so just, well, we're not talking about him. Then they just say, well, we're not talking no, about I, him. Yeah, then they change it up. But I actually showed a picture of Jay Johnson. His DHS secretary walking in a detention center, doing an inspection with media and no, officers. Better, but and you did better than that. Our children. 
Right, no, but better no, than no. that, I posted, I think I have a clip of Jay Johnson. I'm not sure, but I think in this clip, not only did he say, yes, we did it, but he said, if I was in the position today, I'd do it again. And do then you posted again. the yes. clip. I posted the clip. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. I but the best, know. though. But the best, though, is they say, well, the, the, the one person was like, forget about all that. All I care about is the 545 kids. What about that? And then I posted a link, and I said, well, you all on the left kind of trust the Washington Post, right? Here's the Washington Post mm-hmm. saying Obama sent kids to child traffickers. And then I said, hey, but oh, by the way, before you reply, if you be- I'm sure if you're on the left, you also believe those snoops people who fact-checked. Here's snoops saying, fact-check, true, that he sent kids to child traffickers. Go. I only yeah, want to know they're, why. They're, I don't even care ridiculous. about I just want to know why you don't care about that. You weren't all over social media and crying about that, but now you're upset. And the thing is, I didn't even know. And I, I did a Google search. I said, Obama Coyote. And then I discovered, because I didn't even know. They actually ran an operation called Operation, yep, operation Coyote. Coyote. That's what I said. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, and those people will still, and those know. people tomorrow will attack you again now, on something on. else they know nothing about. Hold on, that was obviously right. a wildlife preservation effort, right? Um, right. The Department I, of Natural Resources. I'm not going <laughs> to Google it or find any information that would actually suggest that, but that seems logical to me, and it aligns with what my feelings are. So I'm just going to go with that. That's fact now. Yeah. And it's now that like I say it, it's fact. Now day. that I say it, it's fact. Someone else will read it. Now they've read that. That's a written word, and that's fact double. That's fact. So twice. now it's like when Joe Biden, when Joe Biden closed the debate and he said, right. "I will ban fracking only on natural, only on federal land." Like so, then he added a little caveat that he just made up at the last second, and now people are saying that's right. He always said no federal land uh, fracking, which is not what he said. But you know, of course, now it makes sense. Well, and but, everybody will co-sign, and it's just ridiculous. It is simply even ridiculous. if he had said that from the beginning. Anybody go on Google and Google a map of federal land, <laughs> right, especially exactly. in the Western United States. It's, it's like two thirds of the country. States. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you're everything. really talking about when the the whole Clive and Bundy thing um, started because right. he he had permits to graze or, or retire on uh, on federal land. Federal land. Almost right. everything west of the Mississippi that isn't part of a. a annexed city or a, or an incorporated county is federal land. It's federal property. Yeah. 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 Federal property. Yeah. And it's, they, it's completely uh, reservation, like, you know, very wildlife, very open. So, all so like, Roosevelt all, was able to know. sell off the national parks with, with essentially the swoop of a pen. I mean, there were some logistics involved, but the, the, the federal government already owned all of that land. Um, it, even though we'd sort of promised it to browner people and, you know, way back in the day, but you know, they got casinos now, so everybody's fine. <laughs> right. It's just all a joke. You, you, uh, but it's like I'm amazed. I, I, I go to your page, Patrick Brutus. Yeah, and I'm just amazed at these people. You get frustrated reading it, don't you? Oh my god, I, I get. I I don't know what I get. I, I'm just. Uh, I get exhausted. I get I yeah. get shocked that you can deal with them. Like I would just dump them. You don't dump anybody. I'm like these people no. are, are are lower lowering IQs all over the country. And I'm I was like, what are you talking? And, and, but they're gonna, but they're serious yeah. too. Yeah. They're, no, they're dead serious. They're about to take me down. You know, but they don't have the gun. They don't have the the wherewithal. I was on a rant this morning, and I went crazy. I must have put about thirty forty posts up this morning because I was just in a mood. 
And, uh, you know, you saw the results. You were frustrated. So, yeah. Well, we'll get to your topics on the other side. I stole some of your time again. I need to stop doing this. It's like the third time. But uh, we'll come back on the other side with Patrick Brutus, the frustrated Democrat. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM560, The Answer. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. Charles Love here. And this has to be the, a first for the Liberty Hour. Macbeth wants to beatbox. Yeah, I just thought it would be uh, fun. if I heard you beatboxing a little bit during the ad. And, uh, Don't listen I to my the, weird noises the, while we're on commercial break. The three, so it's my job to listen to your weird noises. <laughs> and we're not arguing about Citizen United? I'm glad they were coming out of your mouth. So, you know, <laughs> we have... You know, we have we have a talent level here that's probably not very impressive musically uh-huh. between the three of us. I don't really know what Patrick might be a virtuoso for all I know. Um, hey, I but, might uh, be a virtuoso for all you know. Yeah, right. So um, oh, I'm hearing supposed to, oh, go on, I'm go hearing on. these noises you make, and I can infer. So <laughs> yeah, I just figured I could lay down like a, a bass beat line, and uh, <laughs> you know, get some sort of like uh, a weem away sort of thing going. Like, uh, this is going to be the Beastie Boys. Here we well, go. Well, you definitely lost me with the... <laughs> I'm not even. I I'm know. That's why even. I did it. Um, <laughs> so we're here. Patrick Brutus, frustrated Democrat. Um, I'm back. I spent the last segment beating up on your Facebook followers because they're a funny bunch of uneducated yokels. But... <laughs> But they're so adamant about it. They're so angry. They're so, I know I'm right. I know, you know, that there's yeah. 17 pennies in that jar. You know, but there's no yeah. pennies and in the jar. And then when you show them there's no pennies in the jar, None. they say, well, there's coins. There's no jar. It's a box, yeah. and it's full of singles. You have a way with words, Charles. You have a but way anyway, with words. So um, you had some topics, and I, I wanted to add a couple. Maybe we talk a little longer, because I don't want you to feel like you're rushed, but... I don't yeah, know if you sure. want to go first or you want to go. I'll let you go first. What do you want to talk about next? Well, you know, um, it's been an interesting weekend. Uh, you know, we've got the budget in the city. Uh, city budget came out Wednesday. Okay. Let's budget. Our, Let's budget uh, then. Go ahead. Yeah. So the CEO the- of the Municipal Corporation known as <laughs> Chicago. Uh, you all have to love that, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, what does the CEO do? So, so the, the city budget, as you know, we have been in a uh, crisis mode pandemic situation with a $1.2 billion uh, shortfall. And so the city budget was announced at $12.8 billion. Now, why is this significant? 12.8 minus 1.2 equals 11.6. Okay. Correct. Not in public the current school. city budget is a, the current city budget for year 2020 is 11.65. Yes. So if we're in a situation where we have a deficit of 1.2 billion, how do you increase spending? Why would you do that? On top of that, you're announcing a tax increase. On top of a payroll tax or uh, an income tax. Uh, ballot referendum that's mm-hmm. being pushed to make it at the fair. state level. Yeah, it's just trying to make it fair. Right, to, 
Right, which is the unfair tax. May I um, answer your question? Um, yes. I, let me let me just give the the uh, you know the standard real, real answer. Quick, real, in these okay. un, in these unprecedented times. Okay, go ahead. Right, right. So I, I just thought that the budget should have been reduced by the deficit amount that we've all been hearing about for you know since the summer. That would make way too much going sense. Up by that amount. Right, which makes me wonder why and where have you ever seen a democratic uh, municipal, uh, you know, corporation, a city, a state, a Democrat, period, ever cut a budget? So that's number one. So you're saying number it should have two, just been eleven point six? It should have been ten point uh, four, at least. Oh, yeah, and, then, and then add the, the deficit on top. Deficit. Yeah. Right. Well, you should have cut the budget by one point two billion. Right, right. I see what you said. Mm-hmm. And then started from there, right? That's what I'm saying. So it should have been 11.6 with the, with the deficit <laughs> instead of 12.8. Well, if you didn't Build raise the, 1. the budget in. at all, yeah, if you held the line on, expense, on, on expenses, you would, be, you would have the same budget. Right, right. But you didn't mm-hmm. hold the line. In the face of a deficit, you've increased it by the amount of the deficit. Now yep. you're waiting for the, the Fed to bail you out. And I understand now, after you know, doing my research, that Pelosi – and Mnuchin have um, agreement on the um, stimulus package in regards to the COVID relief and maybe some of the stimulus money is going back to taxpayers, but they are still miles apart on the bailout initiative part of the reform, uh, of the, uh, the stimulus package. Well, they're so, both Democrats. They'll Trump, come to terms. Trump was right. Trump was right. <laughs> Trump said that they wanted a bailout for these cities, and that's the, that's the hold-up contention point But, but right here's now, the thing, though. Even if you were going to give cities bailouts, which I'm not a proponent of, but even if you're going to do it, we've already given the state and cities, technically they got money, right? The first the round. They got $8 billion, The city yeah. got one point. Almost so here's the question. Right. Even if you were going to give the city, you wouldn't give them a second round. Just being fair, you wouldn't give them a second round before you bailed out the industries that are about to completely go under, right? I mean, that would you be... You still got restaurants and airlines and hotels waiting with the promise right. that we're that working be, on it. We're working on it. You can't go giving people a, a second dip without giving the other people the first dip. So, but see, like, if they did that, right, the president and the Congress equally open themselves up to spending like a drunken sailor. Oh, yeah, right? yeah not in the line, which, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, of which, of course, you know, the Pelosi-led Democrats would then hit the president and say he's spending into oblivion. That's why our national deficit is, you know, $600 trillion, gazillion dollars, right? And they would not take their part of, this, of the share. Second story. Second story in Chicago. It's going to happen, by the way, before you get to the second story. It's going to happen. They're going to have to yeah. spend. I'm totally against yeah. it, but I'm also realist. It's going to happen. If, know, nothing else, if nothing else, if nothing else, what is it? The COVID shutdowns, whether you agree with them or not, they happen, right? We agree that they happen. So if I'm in some business, happen. even if I'm a Republican, I'm going to be like, well, you caused me to lose my money. There's nothing I did wrong. You did it. Right. Up right. the funds. Yeah, there's culpability. So what do you do in that? And then, right. So, yeah, everyone, exactly, exactly. There's culpability. So, Who's accountable? I said when you were ignoring me on instead of watching Pence instead of listening to me, I said we're pretty much screwed regardless of which one of them wins. But everybody wants to focus on Biden and Trump. Who cares? Who cares about those yahoos? I'm sorry. Next topic. Right. I'm rooting for Ross Perot. There you go. He's still alive, isn't he? Uh, Probably not. I don't know. I know. I know. Don't kill the guy. Uh, I didn't kill him. Um, The... 
former superintendent of the Chicago Police Department this week ran into some personal problems. Friday night, he um, the police answered a uh, phone call, 911 call, at their residence, and apparently he... He physically he had a physical inter, uh, altercation with his wife, and um, there were no arrests made. He was outside of the house when the police arrived, and apparently today he turned himself in. So, this is coming off the heels of, as you may remember, the lawsuit that was filed by his ex girlfriend slash uh, driver slash uh, drinking buddy that got him ultimately fired. Um when he was caught on video drinking at a bar um, while on duty, apparently. And so that lady said that she sexually was, she was sexually assaulted repeatedly and raped by the police chief. And so I think, you know, the wife finally had enough. They had an argument and today he went in and turned himself in for questioning. So more details to come. I just think it's an interesting uh, plot twist in the never-ending soap opera that is Chicago police drama. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll have an update for next week's uh, broadcast. And so keep your eye on that. You tease. Well, um, well, now it's my I know, turn. Right? I, just, I just did my tease, yeah. I, I'm hearing uh, that uh, Chicago's getting into uh, back into shutdown mode. What's up with that? Yeah, well, you know, the... the um, the health department and the public officials that make the big decisions on coronavirus have concluded without a shadow of a doubt that we are, we are uh, encroaching on a dangerous tipping point now in the city in regards to bad behavior because our positivity rate has increased. The number of um, coronavirus confirmed uh, people has increased not only in the state, but in the city of Chicago. And so, um, they have warned the citizens that we need to reform our behavior, get back to social distancing, have a you know, higher level of integrity on masking. Otherwise, we're going to go back to the phase one, two, or three, I believe. And so we're in danger of being re-shut down, re-locked down. And, uh, you know, more news at 11 on that because I don't think our economy locally can take that because they put a curfew on now for businesses to close, I think, at 10 o'clock. So things are happening here in Chicago that I don't think uh, align with a recovery. Well, we got Patrick Brutus bonus time after the break. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Sean from Elmwood Park. Huh. That's who you are, I, right? You don't say. Well, I thought I was Charles. You, this is the Liberty Hour, but... Uh, uh, okay, how about I'm Sean, but I'm not from Elmwood Park. Nice try, Sean. I don't think so. Well, I tried. Thanks for telling me a nice try. So welcome back to the Liberty Hour. I'm Sean Charles, one of the two. Here for another segment. The hangover version of uh, Patrick Brutus, frustrated Democrat. You are still there, Patrick, aren't you? See, maybe he's not there. Or maybe he's there and he's decided to be silent. I don't know. Not in a talking mood, which I don't know Patrick to ever not be in a talking mood. So I know he's in a talking mood. Oh, no, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. 
So, so you um, were listening. Did you hear the commercial that they run? Not really the commercials, but when they play the news and that kind of stuff. It's a side note. I wanted you to finish the thing on. No, on we were having a conversation about you. Actually. I should have known you yeah. were. Because I, there's, a, there's a Kamala clip at, at a rally. I mean, if you can call what they're doing rallies, it's like seven oh. people. And she's like, yeah. why is it ever since the election, uh, Donald Trump has had some weird obsession with getting rid of anything Obama did? Why is it? I don't know. Okay, tell me this, frustrated Democrat. Who is mm-hmm. worse and more offensive? The white politician who wants to say, you know, I love black folks. I got hot sauce. Or the black, Harvard-educated, straight-laced black person that wants to prove how, how witted they are and, and how educated they are, and how I can compete with anyone, and I went to all the top schools, and I speak the Queen's English, and then they go around, they want to tell y'all, you know, that, man, he ain't with it. Which one's worse? Yeah, it's a, that's, that's a coin flip. That's a coin flip. I would, my, my first reaction would be to, to take the white person as worse, right? Uh, and no, no offense. No offense to anybody out there. No offense to white people. No offense to you white people. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that whole level of conversation is, is I'm over that, right? Now, we've been, you know, experiencing that probably, you know, at least half of our lives, especially certainly during the last, you know, 20, 15 years. And, um, I, you know, I'm at my limit with that. But, you know, you raise a good point about also the um, – you know, the black person, the African-American person who who is overeducated or, you know, who professes to be overeducated and, you know, does all that. But we have to do we have to code switch and then goes on the stump in this example and then starts dropping the R's. Getting rid right? of you try to get rid right. of everything Obama did. Everything. Right. You try to get rid of all of it. I and, learned that and, when I went to and, law school. And, when you look at the, and, and then when you look at the audience who they're talking to, mm-hmm. that's not the audience. Mm-mm. That's not the audience. Mm-mm. So, you know, I don't know what it's about. It's so it's two sides of the same coin is what you're saying. Now, yeah, I don't know if you've been uh, paying attention to Waukegan. Right. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just going to say, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this. Macbeth, let me know if you notice this. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But for, you know, it doesn't mean those people are wrong, right, all the time. And for months, if not a year, Many people on the right have been saying that Democrats are controlling all these mobs and violent and these uh, riots and these protests. I'm like, they're taking advantage of it, but it's not them. They can't control the mob. Remember me saying they can't control the mob? Well, mm-hmm. they looked at a poll and they, and, and they would never say anything. The Republicans, Trump, everyone's like, say something about it. They wouldn't say anything. Then the polling said, it's hurting you. You should probably denounce it. And then Biden and Kamala kind of said, it's wrong. I don't condone it. And instead of getting mad at them, all of a sudden it stopped, right? And for yeah. those of you who may not yeah. be noticing, because the most the average person, now the, the listener here is, is kind of keen and they pay attention to what's going on so they know. But the average person only notices when there's a riot or a protest. You brought up Waukegan because of the shooting, right? right? Are you aware that just since last Sunday, since the last time I stood in this spot, at least, this can't be all of them, at least eight people have been killed by police. Waukegan, Battle Creek, Michigan, Sunrise, Florida, Fresno, California, uh, Tooele, Utah, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Emmitsburg, Maryland, Long Island, New York. There's no protest. Nobody's burning. And when it happened in Waukegan, they didn't start protesting everywhere else. It was contained right, to Waukegan. Right. This was supposed to be every, every city goes aflame. Why is that not happening anymore? Is it because Joe told his people to stop? 
I'm not right? saying that. So, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm just saying maybe the people who said that's what happened is not wrong when they said that's what's happening. But Charles, I think you you have an excellent point, and this is this is what you call a 4D level moment. Um, and I'm hopeful that your listeners are on your level because you're you're 100 percent on the on the money here. There has there have been no Antifa type related incident events as we have come to know it over the summer in the last like two or three weeks, really like major since Joe and, Biden said it. Right. Since they acknowledged that, you know, this is wrong and, you know, any kind of mayhem, you know, those people should be, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, treated. Uh, yeah. Properly, in that first right? debate, so I didn't watch it. Put the word out. Right? Yeah. In the first and debate, so I didn't the, watch. Joe Biden said everybody needs to be arrested. Right. And so the and they handlers and the handlers have have stopped launching their, uh, you know, their operations. And I think it's very uh, aligned. I think it's more than significant, and I think people need to like look at this incubation period that we're in right now of, of silence, and then wait to wait to see what happens after November third. I was going to say that now. Right? A lot part of it is right. may just be the holding pattern for that, which we'll right. get to on the other side. You're listening to the Liberty Hour on AM five sixty. The answer with Patrick Brutus, the frustrated Democrat. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Welcome back to The Liberty Hour. Who's knocking? Drum section. Uh. <laughs> Drum section didn't know they were on the air already. Uh, look at that. Um, so before the break, Patrick, you were talking about the why... My my semi conspiracy as to why there have been no uprising for police shootings. So you were going to talk about what happened in Waukegan. Yeah, yeah. So um, I certainly think they're you know uh, what's a better word for coordinated? I think aligned. But you know, just to quickly recap for the listeners here, uh, you know, Tuesday night, I think it was Tuesday night, there was a killing uh, in Waukegan, a police involved shooting. Uh, there were two people in the car. The police pulled up, and <clears throat> for some reason, the the people in the car put the car in reverse and tried to back up. And the police shot the uh, the passenger and wounded the driver. Right. So the person they actually shot, they ended up dying. Uh, it's a 19 year old, and then the um, the survivor uh, is a 20 year old uh, female. And so. You know, you can imagine Waukegan, if you're familiar with the uh, Chicagoland area. This is a, a city that's about about 40 miles north. Um, it's uh, predominantly black. It's one of these uh, cities that have a, you know, a south side and the north side, you know, kind of thing. And so this obviously happened in the, you know, the African-American neighborhood. And so the police officer was white. So it ended up, I think, today or yesterday, the police officer ended up getting fired from the police mm-hmm. chief. And so, you know, despite the usual police uh, talking point that they feared for their safety um, and those kinds of things as the vehicle approached him, you know, they this guy lost his job regardless. So, and the mayor is black, right? Situation. The mayor is black. The mayor is from Waukegan. He grew up there, so he's like a homegrown type of product. And uh, 
normally you would see uh, BLM Antifa, I know you call them Blantifa, mm-hmm. um, they would be up in arms for something like this. This is a police-involved shooting. They found no guns in the car. These people appear to be beyond having bad judgment. Otherwise, they appear to be innocent, right? I mean, backing the car up and using your vehicle as a you know potential weapon is how they're going to see it. It's not a good decision to make when in the field and confronting or being confronted by police. But, you know, besides that bad decision making, this is like this is par for the course for a active, um, you know, um, an active uh, round, another round of uh, activism by, you know, Black Lives Matter uh, activists. And so we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that it, you know, if you put it all together, it is a mystery as to why we're not seeing it. And we have a very active, you know, um, northern area, right? Because that's not too far from Wisconsin. So you know there's people in that area that are active in the Black Lives Matter movement. You've got Chicago, which is, you know, 30, 40 minutes away. Very active Black Lives Matter community here. Why aren't they mobilizing? Why aren't they marching? Why aren't they up there? And so, you know, just like Joe Biden's campaign, they put a lid on this uh, this national movement for now, and I you know I am looking to see if these people are going to be reactivated on the November third or fourth or you know that night. Oh, oh yeah, there's no doubt. Winter. Yeah, they're saving well, energy and resources because you know all hell's going to break loose. I can put, I can put out a, a sort of hypothetical on how that wouldn't happen, right? So if if they're ramping it down because they want to be able to declare victory if Trump loses. So you continue to ramp it down until January 21st, and now all is well because we are all Marxists, right? <laughs> but but if you if you have a Trump win, then obviously the problem hasn't gone anywhere because it begins and ends with him, right? Because right. we've never had any problems before him, and we won't have any problems afterwards. So that's so there will be looting, right? yeah, yeah, and that that's sort of a gimme. But yeah, I think I think there really are strategically anyway, at least at, at places of organization, points of organization saying, hey, um, you know, if Democrats win, we've got what we wanted. Because really the main goal isn't the end of racism or even the end of systemic racism or microaggressions or any of that garbage. It's, it's the end of Trump. It's, well, it's the end of capitalism. It's the right. implementation well, of collective, you know, centralized government. And they think they get that with Biden? Uh, well, I think you, you've won the step, right? there. Now you right. must make everything seem very he's utopic. A step closer to, he's a step closer right. to Trump. Well, then right. I would, I would uh, counter your point with this point. But since most of them really don't like Biden, they just think it's a step in the right direction and they hate Trump, don't they think that they would lose their momentum? Well, no, because you have to, you have to let the wave recede before it can come back in again, right? So you give them a, t- you give them a little break. In two right, years, attack Biden later. In two years, if Biden oh, is Kamala. not in a facility for right, you know, if Kamala is not Kamala, no, 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 memory no, 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 issues, yeah, then uh-huh. then you start attacking Biden, right? You say, well, you know, this guy, this guy really doesn't get it. We gave him a chance, but this guy doesn't get it. And look at us; we're credible because we've now turned on right, both we, sides, right? Yeah. So, but here, awesome. Macbeth, let me say one thing. So, everything you just said makes sense. But here's why everything you just said also doesn't make sense. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm well versed so, in that. So let's hear give, me, give me like 10, give me 15 seconds to unwrap this a little bit, Charles. So you have the same people 
right? The same movement who got in Hillary and Bernie's face because they both were proponents and supporters of the 94 crime bill. And then you have the same people that are supporters and authors and people who voted tough on crime, lock black men up, Joe, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala, who basically have the same agenda of locking, you know, crime, uh, you know, uh, the same approach on crime for black America. And so this is Antifa and Black, black Lives Matter choosing a side and choosing the side of the very people that they were against, pretend to be against. And, and because pa- Patrick does a bad job of counting 15 seconds, we'll let you respond on the other side. You're listening to the Liberty <laughs> Hour, AM 560, The Answer. <laughs> The Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to the Liberty Hour. I'm not Sean, but we are going to close this out. Quick two hours as usual. Patrick, you were going on about something. I don't know. <laughs> 15 seconds turned into three minutes. I took a nap. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I made my point about the BLM. Oh, if Macbeth was right, they they would not have been in bed with them in the first place. But we'll see. I got to lean on his side that they figured they had to pick somebody for now. They hate Trump so much, they'll side with the people they don't like, and then they'll fight them later. But you may be right. Go ahead, Macbeth. And then we're going to go to Bill's call and let Bill and uh, Patrick close it out. But go ahead. Let's not forget who Antifa is, right? And it's it's not... Um, you know, a matter of young Marxists. It's not a matter of young radicals. It's not a matter of black kids. What Antifa is is suburban white kids, okay? For the large, for the for the most part, right? And that and BLM is suburban. No, well, sorry. and that bleeds it's over. City-wide. Well, no, it does. <laughs> the support for BLM, if you if you're on any social media website or any, you know, anything like that, the support for BLM is those same Antifa suburban white kids. And those yep. kids are simply going to uh, gravitate toward whatever the collective cause du jour is. And mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's why Back they to the need to full circle. Flow. Right. Full circle. That's the reason why we have an uneducated populace and we need civics class because they don't know anything. You might be mixing up result and cause, but all right. We want to go to Bill. <laughs> Let's go to Bill. Bill, welcome to the Liberty Hour. Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, I just got hey, a Bill. comment. If. If anyone thinks Joe Biden would have done a better job than Donald Trump on the coronavirus, they've broken into uh, Hunter Biden's uh, drug paraphernalia. Yeah, he's, you know, he, he didn't handle the H1N1 that well. That's for sure. Novel virus. And 200,000 people were supposed to die. So Trump just needs to hammer that in the next week. And I think this Matthew Tiermond information is going to just blow this thing out of the water in the next couple of days. You watch. I, I will say, but I, 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 I will risk being wrong, but I don't think anything can blow anything out of the water because no. everybody's emotional. And everybody's so already nobody made cares up their about mind. facts. Yeah, and 60 million people voted. Patrick? I think that uh, big reveal on the emails is one consideration. It would move me if I wasn't undecided. And I think you're right. Joe Biden would not have been able to handle a pandemic like this because he already proved what he could do in a pandemic, and American voters need to be reminded of his record on that issue for swine flu. A pandemic, I don't think he can, he can handle a pan. 
I mean, really, he's he's, he's done with any, handling anything. I think he'd be just fine with a demo. Maybe a nap. Maybe he can handle a nap. He will rock that nap like you've never seen. He can handle a nap. He can go to he. He can handle a nap. He called the lid today at eleven twenty-seven. Yeah, there you go. But I just think that people don't care about facts. Now, everybody who cares about facts. Um, kind of already know who they want to vote for, so this won't really matter. No, there's nothing that can come out in the next three days or six days that's going to make anybody, I mean, a, a Trump can go shoot somebody in Fifth Avenue, Biden can go put y'all back, y'all back One in chains, minute to wrap. That's... and it won't, be, it won't make a difference. Mm. Well, you well, say sir, we, we got, got a minute left and you want to rap. What do you say, we got a minute left and you want to rap? I'm not going to rap. I said you got uh, one minute to rap. You said you wanted to let Patrick finish it out. He's probably got other things that you haven't let him get out, so I'll let's go. see what it is. So, uh, okay, quickly, uh, I want to give a shout-out to my family. Thank you, Charles, for letting me have this platform with you, share this platform with you for the last 12 or 13 what? weeks. I'm excited Are one of us going to die or something? Next 30... Apparently so. No, I'm just saying, we're winding it down. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying, I don't think we're done about you, but I ain't done yet, people. Don't go away. I don't know why he made the sign-off like, goodbye, Charles, forever. I'm not going anywhere. You've been listening to the Liberty Hour on AM 560, The Answer. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. And good evening. The show is over.